You're listening to episode 98 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you how to market your photography business with a curated portfolio. And I'm going to walk you through step-by-step the decisions that you need to make and the things that you need to be focused on in order to attract and convert your ideal photography clients. Are you ready for this? Let's get into it. Hey mama, welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, and the trail of messes strewn across the floor. Join me every week where I share with you the strategies and mindset shifts that you need to step into the role as CEO in your motherhood and your business. If you're ready to get off the sidelines, take some serious action, and embrace hard things for the sake of growth, then you're in the right place. Hey there, Mama. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited to be here with you. This is my first episode of the new year, so I wanted to say Happy New Year. I hope that you are having an incredible start to 2022 and that you are really diving in with focus and intention. If you are a brand new listener, I wanted to extend a special welcome and say, hey, thank you so much for tuning in and taking a chance on a brand new show. I know how kind of scary that can feel and you want to make sure that it's worth your time. So I always promise to show up real and authentic, give it to you straight, give you only the info that you need and no extra fluff and make it a super fun episode. So I hope that you'll leave feeling super encouraged and inspired to take action and curate your own photography portfolio. And to all of my returning listeners, thank you so much for being so loyal to the show. I love hanging out with you. This is my favorite part of the week. Before we get started, let me just take a minute to introduce myself. My name is Ashley Freehand, and I am the founder here at The Purpose Gathering, which is an online community designed to support and educate mom photographers. And I am also a brand photographer. In addition to this podcast, I also have a group coaching program called the Side Hustler to CEO, which is a very immersive, in-depth six-month program that not only offers a step-by-step roadmap of the steps that you need to take in order to take your side hustle to the profitable business of your dreams, but it also has implementation and accountability worked into it so that you can have someone right there with you holding your hand every step of the way. I'll be sure to put a link in the show notes if you're interested in checking out more details about this program. Before I start every episode, I also love to share a let's get personal section just so that you can get to know me a little bit better before we dive into today's topic. So I've been working behind the scenes on this incredible challenge just for you. 
and it's called Passion to Profit. This is a five-day challenge to jumpstart your journey from photography passion project to the profitable business of your dreams. Now, this is a five-day free challenge that starts January 17th. I am so excited for this challenge. I basically surveyed many different photographers and asked what their number one struggles were. And I compiled those struggles and I turned each of their struggles into one of the days of the challenge. And so this is going to be a challenge I think that you don't want to miss. This is going to be one of those things where even if you do feel like your business is profitable and you do feel like, you know, you're you're on the right track, this could save you some heartache down the road. These are things that even, you know, seven, eight years into business, I didn't even know. (laughs) So you're going to learn how to structure your business to operate like a successful company. You're going to learn how to create a big picture plan for your business and map out how to get there over the next 12 months. You'll learn how to price your sessions profitably so that you're making more than minimum wage. Spoiler alert, most mom photographers don't even realize they are making minimum wage. Next, I'm going to teach you why more clients isn't always the answer and what kind of marketing to focus on to naturally attract more of the ideal clients that you want. And finally, you're going to be able to learn the most important time management strategy out there to balance both motherhood and business. So if you are interested in joining us for this five-day challenge, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash challenge, and I can't wait to see you there. Okay, and moving on to the question of the episode. I always love to prompt you with a question. That way you can sort of be thinking about this question as you listen to the episode. But I also love this as a way for us to connect with each other. So after I ask the question, I would love for you to take a moment, pause the episode, head on over to Instagram, find me at The Purpose Gathering, and send me a DM with your answer to this question. Who is your favorite photographer and what do you admire most about their work? Maybe it's their editing style. You can tell as you're scrolling on Instagram exactly who that photo belongs to because they have such a known editing style. Or maybe you love their posing and you just are always captured by the emotion and the movement and the expression that they capture in their photos. Maybe it's the locations they get to shoot in. So maybe you love following a certain photographer because they do a lot of destination type shoots. Whatever it is, I want to know who's your favorite and why. Okay, so now that you've taken a sec to DM me over on Instagram, let's jump into today's topic, which is how to create an epic, stunning photography portfolio that is going to draw in your ideal clients and make them want to hire you. Okay, the very first step that you're going to need to do is choose a niche. Now, I have an entire podcast episode on choosing your niche, so be sure to check that out. It's episode 72, all about the power of niching down. So I'll be sure to link it in the show notes so that you can listen to it right after this. But it's so important that you have a niche to your photography 
so that you can instantly be known for the photography that you do. Now, this is one incredible way that you can stand out in a sea of photographers. Now, I hear a lot that the market for photography is saturated, which I would agree. But there are so many different photographers and there are so many different varying skill levels. And, you know, as we just talked about editing styles, posing styles and location selections, there's just so much I feel like that can make you stand out. But one of the most critical ways to stand out is to choose a niche. That way, when someone is looking for the type of photography that you do, instead of kind of thumbing through all the photographers they know that do everything, they think of you because you specialize. It's also really cool when you niche down because you're able to charge more because you're an expert in that specific niche of photography. And so I go into so much more detail in that episode, but this is the very first step to really creating a curated portfolio. Okay, step two, this is a fun one. And one that I think a lot of newer photographers sort of um, don't embrace, or maybe don't realize that they should be doing. And even seasoned photographers, I think sometimes can forget about this. And that is to show what you want to shoot. Okay, I want you to blog about and post photos on social media that are only your absolute favorite sessions. Now, you might be thinking like, oh my gosh, but I have so many clients that are like not my ideal clients. That's okay. That happens when you're starting out. But the the goal here is you want to curate your ideal clients as fast as possible. And so that niching down episode will really help. I also have an episode all about identifying and attracting your ideal client. And that's actually episode 73, which I'll also link below. And these are really great episodes for you to listen to, to help you hone in on who it is that you want to shoot. But While you are waiting for attracting those ideal clients, it's still so important that you're only showing what you want to shoot. So for instance, if you want to specialize in weddings, but you're getting tons of family sessions, don't post your family sessions. I know that you're going to be super tempted to do that. But when you start posting those family sessions, those are the type of clients that you're going to start attracting. And so you're going to start getting a ton of family clients, and it's going to take your focus off of what you should be doing to grow and attract the ideal wedding photography clients. So only show what you want to shoot. Okay, so you might be wondering, okay, Ash, that sounds great. I want to show what I want to shoot, but... I'm not getting what I want to shoot. So how do I do that? Well, I'm going to give you a few different options. Number one is to participate in a styled shoot. Now, where I live, there is a Facebook group specifically for Arizona styled shoots. This could be something that you search for in your area. I'm sure that there is a photography group, at least in your area, And you can ask people if there's a specific group for styled shoots. And if not, you can ask if anybody is setting one up. Now, these styled shoots are generally pretty pricey. 
They could be anywhere from $100 to $300 to participate. And basically, what this styled shoot is, is the person who is producing the shoot will hire the models, they'll, um, you know, network with other vendors who will provide like florals, tablescape, the decor pieces, maybe furniture styling, that type of thing. And then they let in a certain number of photographers, maybe like 10 photographers, and then everybody can kind of rotate through what they're shooting. Now, I've been to um, several different wedding styled shoots. So basically, they would have, you know, a station set up for like... Um, invitation suite and cake kind of like and shoes and jewelry like more of those detail fine art um, detail shots and then there would be another one that was like an engagement couple and one that was the wedding couple and then they would do stations and sort of you would bounce around to each different station now I've been to other ones before too that are a little bit more simple and maybe they just have one couple and one tablescape set up type of thing. So you want to be very particular about which ones that you do participate in. And if you can't find any that are already done, I would create your own. Set up your own styled shoot or go in on it with a friend or two. And this is a really great way, especially if you're in the wedding industry, to network with other vendors who are at a similar stage of business as you because they want to get, you know, portfolio images as well and they want to get exposure as well. So this is a really great collaboration opportunity for you. Now let's talk about if you don't want to do weddings and you're like, hey, I just want to do senior sessions or maybe you just want to do maternity, a newborn, you could set up the same type of styled shoot, right? Kind of cater to your ideal client and what images would they want? Are you going to be having in-person sales as part of your strategy for your business model? Like, are you going to be selling albums? Are you going to be selling, you know, gallery wall images? What does your business model look like? And what are the types of photos that you need to show off to those type of clients? One thing that I hear a lot of people doing, especially when you're newer, is doing a model call. And saying like, hey, I'm looking for, you know, a family of three, or I'm looking for um, someone that's pregnant, or, you know, you just kind of generically put out a model call. I'm going to advise against that. I don't think there's anything wrong with providing a service. You could provide it for a discount. You could provide it for free if you wanted to. However, I don't want you to get stuck with whoever responds to your model call. Here's what I would recommend instead. Find a couple or a family or your ideal client on Instagram or Facebook. Typically, a friend of a friend is the best way to go here if you don't have a personal friend. Find someone who fits the bill for your ideal client, who has the look that you're going for, who looks like they're photogenic, whatever the case may be, you seek out that person and then you present the opportunity and say something like, hey, you know, I see that we have a mutual friend in common. I am a photographer looking to expand my portfolio. I thought your family was so cute. Or, you know, I love this photo of you and it just made me really excited about working together. And I would love to offer you a free shoot in exchange for, you know, 
10 images or whatever, you know, like I would love your modeling skills, you know, and then in exchange, I'll give you 10 photos or whatever from the session. That's a really great way for you to gain the type of portfolio curated images that you are looking for. Now, I know this episode sort of isn't about this, but I kind of want to segue into this just for a brief second. You have to also be very careful that you don't get into the habit of only shooting for free. Okay, so I don't recommend doing this a lot. I recommend doing this maybe a few times and getting those solid curated portfolio images and then being done because you don't want to get known as that photographer who's always looking for someone to shoot for free because that just makes you look desperate and it doesn't make you look like you know what you're doing. So I want to be clear that you don't get stuck in this and only do it, you know, once in a while after you have become established and only use this strategy once in a while. Like if you're branching out into a new type of photography or you have like a specific idea in mind. And so just wanted to be clear about that. Okay, and then the next tip I have for you here is to create a shot list for your shoot so that you can have the marketing images that you need for your website. If you are um, building out your freebie, maybe you don't have a freebie yet or a lead lead magnet as other people like to call it, which is going to be um, a way for people to join your email list. So you're giving them something free in exchange for their email. So you might want some marketing material for that. And then again, of course, social media. And you want to have different types of images. So think diverse. So you're going to want, you know, images that are close up of your subject. You're going to want images that are of details, um, maybe pulled back like more wide shots. So you want to diversify your photos a little bit. So you're not always doing close up of, you know, the couple or close up of the baby. And then your whole feed ends up looking exactly the same. So that's what I mean by kind of curating your shot list as you're going to these styled shoots or as you are reaching out to these families or friends of friends that you want to photograph, be very particular and intentional about what photos you're looking for to get the most from your session. And when you are showcasing your images, let's say on Facebook or Instagram, I think it's really important that you not only just share like one photo from their session, but share multiple photos, especially on Facebook. When you're going to maybe talk about the couple or the family that you just photographed or the wedding, you want to create an album on your Facebook page that has maybe like 10 to 20 standout images from their session. And create a story as you go through. So start with the getting ready details or start with the, you know, little baby feet moments and kind of work your way through the stage of the journey of the photo shoot so that people feel like they're there with you. I think one of the biggest mistakes that photographers can make is just posting only one or two from the session. And it doesn't give people enough of a taste to envision themselves in that session. And that's exactly what you want to do to create that emotion, to create that feeling that people are going to want to book you after they've just seen that sample of images. Okay, and finally, let's talk about step three, 
which is to curate the best images for your website. Now, while we're on this note, I think it's really important that you update the portfolio on your website at least once a month. If you are not super busy and you don't have enough sessions, maybe once every other month. But the reason for this is because you want to showcase the best of the best on your website. This is like your website should be an amazing first impression. It shouldn't be a last resort like, oh, shoot, I should update my website. It's so outdated. Like the worst thing that you can do is tell a client, oh, just go check my Instagram. My website's outdated. Like your website should be the the best of the best. And so I want you to get into the habit of curating that portfolio and and refreshing it every single month. Now, instead of just showing one to two of the best photos from each session, as I mentioned before, I want you to curate a couple of standout sessions and create little sub galleries for those. I want you to show, again, 10 to 15 images from that one session because it shows that you're just not accidentally a good photographer. Have you ever gone to someone's website before and you look at their images and you're like, wow, they are really good. And then they send you a full gallery of their photos and they're not that good. Like they just posted the two shots from that session that were amazing, you know, five star photos. That's not what you want. You want to show to people that you know what you're doing and you can consistently deliver incredible images, not just a few. So I think that establishes rapport instantly when you show a like a whole session with about, you know, 15 to 20, 10 to 20 different images from that session. Okay. Show diversity also. So you want to show the different angles, as I mentioned, right? So like close-ups, details, pulled back. But you also want to show off multiple lighting situations. You want to show off like if you are a natural light photographer, then show your natural light stuff. However, if you're a wedding photographer, you should show both the beautiful natural photos with natural light and the reception photos with your flash. I've seen a lot of photographers who tend to leave those off because they're not as pretty. But I've also heard several wedding clients of mine actually booked with me because I showed multiple lighting situations. And they told me like, thank you so much for showing that you knew how to operate your camera at night when there was you know, in a backyard wedding or whatever with just ambient lighting. And so showing off the diversity of how you shoot, especially when that's what they're going to get in their gallery, will give you a leg up against the competition who's too afraid to show those photos because maybe they're just not as pretty, right? But at least it's showing the diversity. And then also showcase different people's ethnicities on your portfolio. So if you don't have different ethnicities, then that should be kind of one of your styled shoots, right? Getting some of that diversity into your portfolio will really help you stand out among the competition. 
All right, mama, how are you feeling about curating your portfolio? So let me walk you through those three steps again to create the portfolio that will help market your photography business. Step number one is to choose your niche. What type of photography are you going to be known for? Step number two is to show what you want to shoot. And step number three is to curate the best of the best on your website and make sure it's up to date all the time. If you found today's episode to be helpful and you found any value in it, please take a screenshot of it, share it out on Instagram and tag me at The Purpose Gathering. It would mean so much to me to have you help me spread the word about this podcast to other mamas just like you. And just a quick reminder before we end our time together today, if you were interested in signing up for the Passion to Profit free five-day challenge happening on January 17th through the 21st, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash challenge, and I'm so excited to see you there. As always, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things, and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to thepurposegathering.com slash mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.